Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show here on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this Sunday morning. Steve Edge is here. Good morning. Morning. <laughs> it's very robotic. What? No, I've had one of the nights where the one of the kids has just been, uh, uh, you oh, know, yeah. not sleeping great. So it's you. fine. And then I've got like a fella here who's standing the staircase. He's going to paint them, George. Mm. So I'm, just, I, you know, I'm a little bit. A lot uh, going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I'm a little bit brittle. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm, feel, I'm feeling it this week as well. I found I found parenting really hard this week. Yeah. Just hard. You know, just, just sometimes you have them not weeks new problems just, or just just new some bit of, hey bit of new bit of old. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? Bit, bit of, of blue, bit of, a bit of recurring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think sometimes I don't know if other parents have that. You know, and you just you just have to one of those moments where you look in the mirror and you just go, I don't know what to do. Like mm. I don't, you know, because you forget really. And I think obviously kids don't know, which is well, this is the first time we've done this <laughs> as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And whoever your oldest child is, that's just... I would say to my oldest daughters, I'm like, everything that you're going through for the first time, I'm also going, yeah. <laughs> okay. And the default <laughs> setting is to go, when I was your age, this yeah. happened. So you think this is bad, but this happened when I was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> but because only so much... They don't get it. They're like, well, don't live in that world anymore, do we? No, so. well, that's the other thing, because the world has changed. I would not want to be a kid now. Crikey. No, my goodness. Simple oh, when we were God. kids, wasn't it? Simple. Simple. Just got on with it, got home, had a play Went out. down the brook, got some tadpoles in a bag, <laughs> got on your bike, did a wheelie, exactly. went home. That was it. Exactly. <laughs> that was it. Bath, bed. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to watch. You have to worry about, like, oh, can I watch the end of this? There was nothing to watch. <laughs> no. There was no Netflix. No, Nothing. oh my gosh, and social media. I'm social media. Our kids I mean, are getting through a, that. I don't know how they're doing it. Yeah, that's that's a exhausting. But anyway, I won't yeah. bore, I won't bore you and the listeners with with that as our opening link of the show. No. But hey. just to know that some some days you've just got to go. It is hard today, and I don't know what I'm doing. But you know what? It'll be tomorrow, hard. new day. Tomorrow, isn't it? Exactly. And also, we've gone out of the January blues stage. We're in the Febs now. So yes, let's, let's embrace true. that. That helps, that helps. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We missed out last week, didn't we, on talking about the traitors? Yeah, we did. It went out on the Friday night. We've been watching it all the way through, so we are a week behind the rest of the nation. Yeah. But, but still. You know, we had a little WhatsApp group, didn't we, where we just talk about Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, we did, yeah. Watch, uh, yeah. Don't trust him. Yeah, don't trust played him. a good game that Harry didn't he? he? Did play a good game? He did very well, very well. Yeah, Just he did. Started tipping over into cocky towards the end. He, there he? was a bit of smugness going on. Yeah, he yeah. became a bit less likable. Once yeah. I think once Paul went, to be honest. Yeah, but yeah, because once he'd taken down Paul, he's you know what I mean. He's indestructible, isn't he? Because King is dead. Long live the king. Long live the king. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Um, but yeah, there was there was a bit of yeah, a bit of smugness uh, crept in. But he but. The, at the same time, he was really good and he won. So, is yeah. is it smug when you are really good and you're winning? <laughs> there was a few clues I think they is. should have got. You know what I mean? Like when they, you yeah. know, when they were voting people off at the end, and Jazz went, "Let's let's go again." I think there's let's a vote again. I know. Why would Why you do she, that if you're I don't Australia? What she was thinking? Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't do that. You're if like, you're I've won. Yeah, you'd go. I know. I didn't quite it. get that. And then she went against. Yeah, him. She... saw her write his name and then. And she said, I'll never speak to you again. Oh, it's awful, all that. 
She was Awful. thinking with a heart once she, I think. She yeah. obviously she was a bit smitten with him once she. Well, but, not anymore. You know, I bet she hates him. Well, well <laughs> we've all done crazy things for love. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was brilliant telly though, wasn't it? Such good telly. It's good because it's not on that long. It's just three days no. a week for like yeah. what, four weeks, three weeks, and that's it, innit? Twelve eps. You know, I can get into that. I don't like me. I don't like every night being taken up. No, do a I love know what you mean like with yeah, I'm a celebrity and all that. Yeah, it's like you got to tune in every night, and then you miss one, and you're flicking on Twitter, and you're like, oh, mm. see what's happened now. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I know I thought it was great. Very uh and people do say sort of Shakespearean, don't they, in the thing. But I did I, I felt a bit grubby if I'm honest. Did you towards the end? What just that you just, witnessed? I think yeah, just because he basically gaslit this girl. Yeah. And you know, you just think, Oh that But he said it as well. He kept every... saying like she believes everything I say. You know what I mean? I know, and it just made me feel a bit grubby and a bit yeah. like because it's for a game, I get it, but you also know that's happening out there. All day long, and you know, I got daughters who will meet. Well, I've said like this before, you know, we've had this conversation before. But if you were a faithful, you know, for mm. a good chunk of it, and then right towards the end, somebody they offered you the chance to be a traitor, would you take it? Mm. I wouldn't. I don't know. Nobody I seems wouldn't. to turn it down, though, do they? No, but I wouldn't. I'd rather, I'd rather yeah. die on the sword of the faithful. That's why I would. <laughs> no, because it, if I was yeah, a traitor yeah. from the beginning, fine. Yeah. But I wouldn't swap allegiance halfway through because I think you've no. set out what sort of person you are. If you if you're a traitor, you're playing the game. But to be lovely for like, you know, most of it, and then suddenly be all Machia- Machiavellian, and yeah, I couldn't yeah, yeah. do it. I feel wrong. <laughs> I know, I know. I I feel I felt like it, it had to, a traitor had to win it, didn't it? Because last year a faithful won it, and if a faithful won it this year, you'd be like, well, this game's broken. Change the title for a start off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The faithfuls. Uh, but it's um, no fair play to old Harry Clark. There was uh, ninety five. 95 grand. He'll take uh, his family out for a meal. He can, he can very much do that. <laughs> that's what you want to do with his money. Yeah, Everyone else is like, I was my kids and spending on my kids. I'm going to do this. What are you going to do? I've got a big family. I'd like to take them out for a meal. What? <laughs> I mean, it's just. Come on, mate. Unbelievable. Make something you know up. I, mean? I know, exactly. Uh, Harry was on Home Time with Bush and Ritchie uh, last week. So if you oh, want to hear it? the full interview, you can download Bush and Ritchie's Daily Takeaway from wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> Questions for Steve. 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 Still makes me laugh. Questions for Steve. Questions for Steve. Don't you think some weeks it just feels like it'll never stop? Like it's just yeah, yeah. Most weeks, most weeks, I think. But yeah. Ah, Anyway, we got this one from Brad in Burnley. He said, "Good morning, Steve. I'm currently on holiday in Fortaventura, and one night my young daughters were fast asleep, and my missus decided on an early night, so I went to sit on the terrace and have a couple of Captain Morgans and a Diet Coke and relax and catch up on your podcast. I was halfway through listening on my Bluetooth speaker, and a couple walked past and heard what I was listening to, and the wife said, oh." You're not listening to that rubbish, are you? There's they're a radio show that talk about bins. Well, that happened. Uh, she said. Well, I mean, that happened five yeah. days ago, and I yeah. blanked them by the pool every day oh, since good. then. Good, good. Fair play, fair play, Brad. I mean, you can you can simplify anything to that, can't you? You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. You could say Breaking Bad is just a thing about a chemistry teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, this doesn't. You know, there's more to it. Not much more. But Not much more. I mean, um, 
what I will say to these those the, the people um, uh, to, to 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 a wife, sorry. Um, yeah. I can't wait because that was so beautiful. A couple walked past and who I was listening to. Oh, and the wife. So he's not his wife. His wife. No, no, asleep. So just a couple oh, ten by fine. the pool. Okay. What's well, so just a couple of just walk strolling past. across the pool. They've just come back from you know listening. Oh, to the... you're not listening to that rubbish, yeah? It's, oh, it's oh, all it's bins. About bins. <laughs> what I will say uh, to that lady. I mean, she's not listening, obviously, because we only talk about bins. Well, no, but... she knows enough that we talk about bins. So she's well, listened I mean, enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, bin chat hashtag bin chat. We can't yeah. help. We can't help that someone took over the. The nation's yeah. uh, talk, talking did, point. There was very little during the pandemic to talk about, and that's how it <laughs> came from. We didn't, you know. Don't you defend it, Steve? Don't you defend? Don't you defend no, I don't, it? I don't have to. Do you have to, my friend? What I'll say is, we don't try and pretend to be anything more than we are, which is no. two blokes talking absolute rubbish. Yeah, quite literally, in some instances. This is not highbrow. This is nonsense. not even a monobrow. Nonsense with no consequence. Nonsequence. <laughs> we decided we weren't going to use that word. No, but, you know, maybe that's the new hashtag. <laughs> hashtag nonsequence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see if it takes off. Yeah. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, but if any, I mean, I'm, I love that Brad has defended us there and blanked yeah, us Yeah, thanks, Brad. Thanks. By the pool. Thank you. That, means, that does actually mean a lot to us. I'd have thrown the Bluetooth speaker at him. <laughs> Through the window. Yeah, straight through the window. <laughs> I'd, have which, I'd have found their hire car. I'd have put the windscreen through. <laughs> put the windscreen through. And then you'd gone back to the yeah, yeah. To karaoke and, bar. And, and ideally, put, put it through with a bin. Yeah, you know, an idea. circle. Like a Spanish bin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, but thanks, Brad. That's nice of you to uh, say. But, uh, and to that lady. I've sort of fight. Like, we get our listeners. I think we, we do about three quarters of a million listeners, Steve, now. Mm, yeah. Um, and I'm fine with that. Like that's enough. Yeah. Do you know I mean I don't? I don't need any more than that. No. No, that's um, fine. And I mean, it's just surprise as it is, isn't it? So I mean, why, we don't need to be any more surprised. No, it's unbelievable. And and to be honest, if next on the next listeners uh, figures they went, you've lost half a million listeners. You only got two fifty now. I'd still be going. Well, that's two hundred fifty thousand more than I thought. Expected, yeah. <laughs> would be getting. So I'm, I'm. Why am I the only one who's still chuffed by this? Yeah, what's the matter with you, people? <laughs> Jason Manford. Now we've got a lovely uh, message here from Suzanne Nelson, who says, "Absolutely love the show, guys. See? I've listened Good. to all your podcasts twice. Twice. Oh, that's twice. dedication. That is dedication. Fair play. Uh, I have a question for the fabulous Steve. Oh, okay. Oh. It's nice, isn't it? Oh, it's right. What a lovely, what a lovely <clears throat> message. Very nice, yeah. A few times now, Steve has said that needs to be put on a T-shirt when hearing a funny, witty one-liner. My question mm. is, what one-liner would Steve put on his T-shirt? Oh. All the best, Suzanne Nelson. Oh, it's hard out of context, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, what my Christmas one. What was my oh, yeah. Christmas one? That was the one, I'd, you know, uh, bigger, faster, more. Christmas is about excess. I think that was yeah. a T-shirt. Yeah. What was what was what would your t-shirt now? I'd have something like "Cheer up, it's February now." I think I'd have yeah, to exactly. That We're over it now. Yeah, was the year started now? Just get on with it. I know we've been bombarded <laughs> with like you know valid valley day stuff now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that That's, next week, and then we and then we're going you know towards Easter. So I don't I don't know. I, I think I'd go with yeah. Just at the minute, mm. just smile, just yeah. smile. I'm having that. Just smile. just smile. That's nice because I can't see the t-shirt, so I don't have to. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, but I'm forcing everybody else to. My favourite T-shirt I've got is um, is a T-shirt that says, ask me about my ninja disguise. And then when That's someone good. asked me about my ninja disguise, I put, I put the T-shirt over my head. Yeah. And on the inside of this black T-shirt is just the eyes of a ninja and it's just over my head. How many people ask you? Because it, Well, they only ask once, really. Yeah. No, I know, but if you're walking through town, hey, mate, you do it, and then somebody else, like, I've just yeah. done it, mate. <laughs> I mean, the, the main problem is, obviously, by lifting your T-shirt up to do the ninja, uh, yeah. it shows a physique that is very much not ninja-like. So No. But they're not looking at that, looking at the ninja eyes. No, they're looking at the ninja eyes, yeah. But the yeah. guy in the... the, the you know, the guy when... Who designed the T-shirt. Designed I think it, obviously. Had a yeah. Decent physique. But, uh, yeah, so I, so Steve would go with Smarmore and I would go with Ask Me About My Ninja Disguise. Yeah, there you go. I uh, hope they were the answers you were looking for to. Uh, if you do want to ask us any questions, it could be about anything, we don't mind, uh, you can email us, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. little video went... Went a cheeky bit viral this week, Steve. Cheeky viral. Cheeky viral. Um, yeah, got uh, re- retweeted by uh, like Hannah Waddingham. What were you? What yeah. happened? But well, you? it was drama based. So no, it was yeah, it was me on. Um, I was talking. I was talking last week on BBC Breakfast uh, before yeah. Big Night in the Musicals was on last Saturday, which you can still yeah. see on the iPlayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we were talking about just drama at school because quite a lot of schools now have been forced to get rid of drama departments and art departments and music departments and, and the, you know, the inverted commas, easy subjects. Mm. And um, and I was just defending it. I was saying, actually, you know, you do yourself a disservice there with, um, with, with getting rid of drama and focusing fully on your maths and your science and your, your English. Because, hey, some kids are not cut out for it. But also, I think people forget how much drama gives, uh, the confidence it gives to somebody as they head into later life. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you're if you're a manager of a of a supermarket, you're gonna have to talk in front of people. If you're a, a lawyer, if you're a a doctor, you know, you lots of lots of skills you learn from from that sort of comfort of the uh, and, and security of a drama class. But you need a broad range of everything, don't you? At school. I mean, some kids don't like football, and they're made to play, aren't they? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, some kids are more ge- gap geared towards that, aren't they? Well, I remember Jimmy Carr saying once in some podcast I was listening to, he said, the world doesn't need anyone who's average at physics. No. So, like, why are you forcing, a, like, a 15-year-old to still do it? Like, you know, you know, even my girls now are 14. You, you roughly know what they're going to be. They're not going to be a physician. They're not going to be scientists. I can tell no. already. My son maybe is still at a point where he could go either way. But no. It's you're praying not. for that. That's what you're praying for. I'd like it? one of them to get out. Yeah, that's why. You know, can one of you be a doctor? I'd love one of them to be something scientific or medical. Yeah, yeah go no, that's what you want. Yeah, you don't want. But I want them to just to do. What... I want to be a sing and dance man. You're like, yeah, I don't oh, need six of all of you. No, come on, not all of you. I don't need that. Don't need that. One of them um, wants to be a botanist. Yeah, am I yeah, right? Please, please. <laughs> my uh, my youngest daughter likes science, but again, she's only nine, so that could again that could go at any point. But I, I don't know. I just feel like. I was. I'm glad I said it because we we they are making them. And, and I'll tell you the other thing you notice: they're getting rid of it in state schools. I tell you where they're not getting rid of the drama departments: private schools. No, so they must know that. something. Yeah. They, well, they must know yeah. something. They don't spend money on nothing that lot. Yeah, that's a, that's another argument, isn't it? But yeah, but it is. But what I mean thing. is, if if it's not important, if drama isn't important to the syllabus, why are private schools still got them? Yeah. 
like full theatres. You know what I mean? Like, so it must be important. But is it just? Are you saying it's just not important for you mm, down that's there? Right. Well, that's what it looks like. So that's what it feels like. And you did drama. You obviously have done very well. No, out we of didn't it, do drama I, at our school. We didn't have drama at our school. Did you? So oh. I did it after. No, I did it when I was sixteen. Ah, okay. We didn't do drama. We didn't have drama classes at our school. Different back so then. I had to then, come in late. You know what I mean? Come in yeah, late, yeah. mate. Coming late to it, yeah, of course. Mm. But it is, yeah, massively important. So, um, and and drama groups, they just give. I just think it's a little safe space for kids where you don't. It's hard. school is hard, mate. It, but it's it's another it you know after school activity sometimes with drama groups, especially mm. you know drama. You know, yeah, the, yeah, even they're it's great. A different as well. thing, you know what I mean? That's not yeah. sport based. Not all kids are sport based. They don't mm. all want to do karate and taekwondo and football. Some of yeah. them. Just want to do jazz hands and show you <laughs> exactly. a football change. That's, <laughs> that's fine as well. I'll do a fight, but it has to be a pretend one. Yeah. That's is it true. fencing? <laughs> exactly. That's what we're after. Uh, so, yeah, so just just a big up to the, all the drama teachers and all those people who run drama groups at weekends and after school stuff for kids. Keep at it. And any kids who are thinking about not doing it, or just get, just get stuck in. You'll be surprised what you find out about yourself. Big shout out, big birthday shout out to uh, our main man, yeah. Jeff Bezos, this week. Uh, oh, his birthday? CEO. Birthday, 60th, big 60th, Steve. I wonder what's on his uh, wish list. Has he got a wish list? He must have a wish You'd list. You'd expect so, wouldn't you? Yeah. I wonder oh. if anyone, like, last minute bought him a present off Amazon and then he was able to check on the system. Hey, you only bought this yesterday. Yeah. Amazon and also, like, his birthday's now as well. It's not like during Black Friday or Black November or whatever. <laughs> no, so exactly. He got, he's like, yeah, not getting a cheap yeah. Yeah, Echo Dot out of me. <laughs> getting oh, an Echo I've Dot been, for his birthday. <laughs> I've been, uh, yeah. Uh, I've been looking at my, um, you know, every so often you think, right, I really need to look at what is going out of my bank account and what we're spending yeah. money on and, and stuff like that. And, and so we went through, uh, and I looked at our Amazon, what we're spending on Amazon. Steve, yeah. I'm surprised Bezos hasn't got, uh, is it Bezos? 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 Bezos. I think Bezos. he said Bezos. Yeah. I'm surprised Bezos hasn't got a yacht named after Ma- the Manfords. He might honest. have. Uh, should we go out on the Manfords today? Like, I feel I like he's that's got more than one spend. yacht. I'd imagine he's got more than yeah, one yacht. Yeah. You know, you know when yachts get so big, they don't tell you how big they are. They tell you how expensive it is to fill up, up with petrol. <laughs> yeah, that's a million quid to fill up full of diesel. You're like, oh. He had a, a 60th birthday party last weekend. The theme, Steve, was uh, Celestial Space Age. Okay. Right. So what's people come as? I mean, I, I actually don't know what that celestial means. Celestial space age. Celestial. It's like Google it. Celestial. Celestial. That's the that's the space age. Stars and stars, isn't it? A period. Oh, well, that's just the space. I don't know what that means. Yes, yeah, space. Celestial. Space, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, why have you, why have you put the word celestial? Isn't that just? It's like having a space a star space party, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, so as exactly, people come yeah. as like you know as Venus machine. Williams come as who have you come as I've come as myself she, I'm Venus yeah I'm Venus yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you who came uh, the soiree had uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce Katy Perry dressed as an alien who got on stage and performed her hits as well as the Black Eyed Peas uh, socialite Paris Hilton was also in attendance mm. talk show legend uh, Oprah Winfrey Kim Kardashian was there Ivanka Trump uh, basically A-list big A-lists um, yeah it was catered by McDonald's. That's uh, weird, isn't it? To commemorate his Why? first job at 16. But there was also caviar. The McCaviar Burger. 
Yeah, they need a little shout out, don't they? The, the McDonald's people because they're struggling, aren't they? I'm, <laughs> yeah, glad he's, exactly. I'm glad he's remembered the little guys where he came from. <laughs> uh, Jeff's fiance uh, Lauren Sanchez asked no one to bring gifts. A strict no gift policy. I should hope not. He's the richest man in the world. How old's Lawrence? Just out of curiosity, he's sixty. How old's she? Oh, old? well, I imagine in a in a fifties, probably. 50s, same age as him. I'd she? say probably same age. Let's have a yeah. check, check, shall we? Check. Uh, Lauren Sanchez. I think so. Yeah. I mean, he strikes yeah. me as a sort of guy. That maybe maybe mid forties. You know, tops. Do you think? Yeah. Let's have a look. Uh, Sanchez. I don't know how to spell it. Here we go. Sanchez. Right. So we we she is. Um, yeah, that's right, 54. Oh, there you go, that's all right then. Look at that's that. You, you were being, you being harsh. I was being harsh. I thought you, you, was going you on she's 25. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a good, he's a good, honest man, old. Yeah, oh, oh, that's good to know. They've been, yeah, good. They've been together years and stuff, yeah. Um, no, I don't think that's the case, but that's not, that's nobody's business. No, I don't mean anything, no. <laughs> Got her on, you know. Um, but yeah, he's uh, so yeah. Do you think all those people are his real friends? Um, did, yeah, well, what do you mean? They when it's not his birthday, they just go around like just yeah, on just Tuesday pop when, through, when yeah, he's doing exactly. like chop night or something on a Thursday. Yeah, oh, is it chop night? Oh, Jay Z's coming around. He likes a you know big extra big chop. Yeah, he'll, he'll get <laughs> exactly. It says the strict no gift policy, a decision by Bezos, who's among the richest people in the world, highlighted his preference for valuing the presence of the company of his guests over receiving material gifts at the lavish events. You know, lots of people would have gone, I know he said no gifts, but I just saw this. <laughs> and I've got him something from um, Rituken or whatever. Yeah, there's the other. nothing you can... There's not another one, is there anymore? No, no, it's just them, isn't it? No, it's just them, isn't it? It's not like a... It's nobody even set up a, like a riot. I know there's no point, but you know, like somebody... No. You think somebody had sent like a local one. Local, you know, like... Yeah, um, it's funny because I, I remember randomly speaking to a, a an entrepreneur a while back who was <laughs> I didn't obviously go with it but who was like do you know what I think we go I was going to the gym a bit and I had this sort of weight loss group online he said he said you should create your own uh, like energy drink or your own uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. protein shake or whatever I was like hmm I don't I don't think anyone's looking at me and thinking he looks the picture of health but you never know I'll, but you never yeah. know I'm a gym guy obviously I'm a gym guy yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. anyway one of the things I said to him was um, but there's grenade and you know there's all these they're yeah, already yeah, doing I know what it. You're saying I know what you're going to say they're all done they're all taken. They're all, aren't they? It's done. It's done. He, no, another he one's said, not going to appear out of nowhere and just take over the market, is it? No. But he said, and I thought it's a good point, and maybe this is where we're going with that. Is he said you don't need to take over the market. It's a multi-billion-pound market. All you need is a bit of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's true. Anyway, so you can buy the Manford protein shake. Well, that's what the Prime fella did, didn't he? That's the Prime guy. That's what he did. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, came yeah. Came out with that drink about two years ago, and everyone was talking about it. It cost twenty five quid in a shop, and I know. And then nobody could find them. My son it, was like, "No, it's just got in them Asda. at the shop. Can we go now?" No, it's just in Asda, and it's I everywhere. Know. I know. Weird. That was well, marketing genius, to be fair. From whoever it was, KSI was it? Someone like that. Yeah, he's somebody, isn't he? Some YouTuber or something. I don't Some know. I can't keep on TikToker. <laughs> Where real music matters. We've got friend of the show, Queeve McDonald. CK McDonald on the phone this morning. Morning, Queeve. Morning, gents. How are we? Good, good. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Always love it to have you on the show. I presume you're not just ringing in for a chat. Sounds like you've uh, written a new book. Yes, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously always happy to chat, but yes, I has. uh, By by bizarre coincidence, I have yet again (laughs) released another book. Uh, Jesus. 
What's the chances? These yeah. are strange times indeed. Yeah. By, by the way, <laughs> this, this is becoming a real trend now. It's worth, honestly, uh, when you realise I've got a book coming out, just don't plan any travel for that week. Uh, because I've had oh, to avoid... Uh, I've been going up down the country. It's been brilliant. I've had to avoid two named storms. Um, mm-hmm. And then, bizarrely, earlier this week, I was leave, I had to get up at 5am to get out of my hotel in Glasgow because there was 60 mile an hour winds and heavy rain coming. And that didn't even get a name. That's just Wednesday in Scotland, apparently. That's Wednesday. That's Storm Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a bit of a jinx here when you're uh, <laughs> writing these books. Uh, yeah. Relight like My Fire is, uh, is the latest. And this is the fourth instalment. Is that right? That's the fourth instalment of The Stranger Times, yep. Brilliant. And, uh, set in Manchester with the newspaper with all the weird stories and all that, yeah. It says here, hugely original, fast-paced, fun and very funny Manchester set series revolving around the investigations of the Stranger Times newspaper into the weird and the supernatural. Yep, uh, pretty much that. Yeah, I mean, Pr- Pretty much. Yeah, this, this one is, uh, you know, people always ask you about uh, where you get your ideas from when you're a comedian mm. and a writer and stuff. The, the idea, where this came from, this is kind of almost an embarrassing story. I had another idea for a book. You know, they've all got names. Like real, Before this was Love Will Tear Us Apart and This Charming Man. They're mm-hmm. all Manchester-based songs. Nice. Yeah. And I had another idea for a book. I was looking for a song title. I'd gone through all the cool Manchester bands, frankly. Uh, and couldn't <laughs> find anything to fit. I went on to take that. Uh, no disrespect to take that. Wonderful band there. And then I saw Relight My Fire. I texted uh, your friend of mine, Gary Delaney, who, as you know, is a massive obsessive zombie fan. Yeah. And I texted him and said, is it my imagination or is Relight My Fire a really funny name for a book about zombies? And he texted back and said, that or Back for Good. Um, yeah, so, Back for Goods as well, yeah. And by the time, yeah, by the time he texted back, I had the idea for the book. Yeah, well, if you've already had Love Will Tear Us Apart, I mean, that's probably the best one, isn't it, as a title yeah. for, for, for zombie-related. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant, though. That's, so that's, that's what you do. You just go through the sort of Manchester songs and go... That's a good title. And then, well, yeah. what, you got the idea of the song? You, you don't have the idea of the book from the song. Yeah, yeah, I got the idea just from the song. No I wasn't way. supposed to be writing a zombie book. And I literally just thought that was really funny. And by the time Gary texted back, my brain had come up with the basic idea for the book, um, which is bizarre. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And so what roughly is it about, without giving away any spoilers? Uh, well, it is. It's sort of, uh, let's just say, uh, I actually genuinely had this in the, um, the pitch that I gave to the publishers which was like the last bit was uh, what would happen if Brian Cox used his power for evil? Because, you know, he used to be in Dream. Yes. And uh, yeah. I had the idea that somebody basically <laughs> tried to get his career back. And like the publishers like rang me and said, we, we, we love it. You, you're not actually going to use the real Brian Cox, are you? It's like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll make somebody else up. It's just <laughs> well, a basic idea. But when we're watching it, we'll, uh, when we're <laughs> we reading know. it, sorry, we we'll, we'll know. Yeah. We'll know. Uh, well, yeah, you'll know. But yeah, so I basically the, Zombie. I Am The Resurrection would have been a good one for a, a zombie. That is a uh, good one. Base, yeah. uh, I, might, I might have to see. I might, I might come up with another book idea. No, just now, popped, in, just popped in. Yeah, I was, just, I was going through all the Manchester songs <laughs> while you were both talking. Yeah. I was just literally thinking about songs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's out now, is it? Yes, it's it's out now, available in all good bookshops and everywhere else, basically. Brilliant. Well, look, they've all they've all been fantastic so far, and, and some great quotes. Uh, from uh, people and actually we've had when you've been on the show before the amount of people have messaged us back to say oh thanks for having Queer I bought uh, the book and we love it and stuff and I've seen it on socials and stuff so I'm really pleased that uh, that it's going so well for you mate because it's uh, it's a fantastic series yeah it's been great thanks very much there's loads of the the Manfred Posse I've met them at the events and stuff now and everything so it's been uh, it's been a delight yeah it's great brilliant brilliant right well we're going to keep Queer on now and we're going to play a little game of Stranger 
Times. Um, one lie and two real stories, okay? Yes. So we've got to work out which one the lie is. Which is the fake story. Yeah. 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 So uh, go for it. This is The Stranger Times with CK McDonald. And this time they're all sort of flying related. So, uh, okay. so here's the first story Love is in the air A German man's attempt to propose to his girlfriend By hang gliding over her Naked With the message Will you marry me Written on his chest Fell afoul of high winds Resulting in him crash landing in a forest Breaking both his arms And having to be saved by mountain rescue See, She said yes But he is now banned from hang gliding for three years oh. Okay Well I he like did go down on one knee But he, he went down on The knee was behind his head yeah, I, I'm just glad when you said the proposal was written on his chest. Yeah, uh, she's like, "How good's her eyesight?" It just sounded like the, uh, the the beginning of an episode of Casualty. Just a yeah. fellow getting just putting an hang glider together. He got off Amazon for <laughs> the day before. I'm just gonna, okay. I'm just gonna propose to me to Mary, you know. What are you doing? Yeah. So one line, two real ones. Okay, okay. let's go. So right. that could be the lie. Right. Story number two, snake in a plane. A woman got stopped going through security in Tampa Airport when an x-ray revealed that she had a four-foot boa constrictor in her carry-on luggage. She explained that he was called Bartholomew and he was her emotional support reptile. She was not allowed on the plane. Well, we know the system. If it's America, we believe it. And and not just America. Florida. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Everything happens but in Florida. Queeve knows that we know that. And he knows I know, that we what, know that. No, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Is he double bluffing us? Yeah. Is he double bluffing us with the. Because I, I automatically went, in Miami, I went, real. Like, I didn't even listen to the rest <laughs> of it. I stopped listening. Do you know what? I don't even know what I was about. So now. Snake. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, right. next one then. Right, the third one. Um, up, up and away, two Chinese men attach themselves to a large hydrogen balloon in order to collect pine nuts. We've all done it. The balloon slipped its moorings. One of the men managed to jump off, but the other flew away. After a search, rescuers were able to contact the man by phone the next morning, and he eventually landed 200 miles away, suffering from nothing more than a bad back. Uh, I mean, that one's brilliant. But, I mean, I don't... I don't know what to make of that. I don't know. <laughs> what was it? A hydrogen balloon? A hydrogen balloon, yes. I mean, I presume there was no ladders available. That can only be the only logic yeah. there. <laughs> Again, start of an episode of Casualty. Just turning oh, up yeah, with a hydrogen balloon. What are you doing? Well, I'm just going to go get some pine nuts. Do you want to come with us? <laughs> yeah. You got your phone, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just right. impressed he got a signal. Like, I live on a slight I hill. Know. I can't get a signal. I know. I struggle some places. Right He's there, not with yeah. O2. No. Yeah. <laughs> he um, in Wales. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. I was on holidays in Wales and we had no phone for the entire week. I had to go up a mountain yeah. to ring me mum. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> right, right, recap those three stories for us then, uh, CK. Right. And we'll, uh, so we'll you've go got a hang gliding German, uh, okay. naked hang gliding German. Yeah. Uh, you've got the woman with the boa constrictor in her luggage in Tampa mm. Airport. And you've got the Chinese man whose mate jumped off and then he ended up flying around the hydrogen bloom for what seems to have been at least a day mm. uh, before... 200 miles late. 200 miles 200 away. Miles away. Yeah. Right, okay. So one of those is a lie, Steve. What are you thinking? I'm going to say the last one. Oh, really? I, I, okay. I mean, just... There's too much that's... You know, 200 miles in a balloon in a day. I don't know if that's achievable. It just seems quite far. 
<laughs> but I don't know anything about. Um, I've, it could you be know, high winds. I, it, could have, it wasn't it in could Scotland. Be, it could be, be high winds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could be yeah, high exactly. winds. Could be cherry blossom season. Uh, <laughs> I. Do you think I he's think, trying to double bluff us with the double snake? Double bluff us, yeah. I think Miami's. Try- I think he knows we know about Florida. And I mean, he's the least mad of all of them as well. It is to be fair, and I, I've seen someone with a, like a little horse as a um, as one of those uh, support animals. So, well, snake in hand what? luggage. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Google it. Google horse, um, tiny <laughs> tiny horse uh, support animal airplane. And uh, there's a picture of a woman really? sat with a little horse. <laughs> on an aeroplane? On an aeroplane. They let it on. Are, yeah. Are you sure you didn't just dream this? Cause Surely nobody... you need a passport. You need a passport for a cat and a dog, let alone a little horse. Well, I don't know where yeah. she was going. I don't know where she was going. It's, in, in, it's it irrelevant where she was, it was going. In Florida. She was getting on a plane. <laughs> it was in Florida. I mean, it was in Florida. You... Okay. How do you get the horse into the passport booth to take his photograph? I mean, that's even They're, yeah, they wouldn't. I, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm, I'm literally googled it now, and there's a there's a, there's a little it's a miniature horse. She's not mad. <laughs> <laughs> How big is and, the woman? Uh, I mean, is she small as well? Like, are they sort of she's regular size. Miniature horse on a plane. It was from 2020. A woman took her 115 pound miniature horse on a plane as a service animal. Uh, and now she's worried that it could be his last flight. I don't know why that bit's been added. But <laughs> no, I don't know why that's been added. Did he not like it? That, that <laughs> sounds like a, you click the synopsis on a film on Channel 5. <laughs> Go on, I want to watch again. this. What's happened to the horse? I'd love if the horse was like a nervous flyer and he just had a smaller horse with him and then it was just like a... <laughs> just, a just a load of horses. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, I'm looking at... I'm, there's even a little video of the horse on the, on the, on the plane, so... Wow. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Oh, so that's go. that's that's so a what, true. Is that added to your theory, or that? <laughs> no, I'm still more weight say, to the. Yeah, the yeah, it has because the if, let, if the Americans are letting miniature horses on as service animals, they will let then, a snake on. Then a snake's not that mad. So I'm going to yeah. say that, and, my, and the Miami thing. So yeah, I'm going to say that. So which right. one's the fake one? So well, you, you remember previously we've done this game and you two have been so bad at it that literally, yeah. if you just picked a number beforehand, you would have yeah. done better. <laughs> I'm going <Yeah>. three. <laughs> I'm going two. Yeah. It's number one. Uh, oh, congratulations, boys. What? <laughs> You're kidding me. Oh, no. Nope. again. How did he both get it wrong? Because he knows that we always choose the later ones. He puts the mad one at the beginning. So we haven't we haven't set up our palette for how mad they're going to be yet. So the mad one comes in first. And then we what was, I can't remember what the first one. What was the hand glider? The, hand glider, the, the German hand glider. Oh, that does, sound, that does feel real now. Hans, I bet he was called Hans Glider. I think he even said that at one point, and we, <laughs> he did we, went, say along, we went along with his name was yeah. Hans Glider, and we went, yeah, that sounds real. Yeah, okay, carry on. <laughs> to be fair, I was tempted, but last last year we did this, and Jason spotted it because I had one about involving a submarine, and I called the guy in charge of it something like uh, William Free, and he went, oh, it's Free William. Ah, oh, damn it, he spotted yeah. the pun. Yeah, so no, yeah. So. Not having that. Yeah. Oh, now, fair play, he's tricked us there. So the hand landing one wasn't real. Yeah. Um, so fair play, yeah. Damn it, damn that, damn this game. <laughs> I really thought he was double bluffing me with the Miami thing. I'll be honest. I put that in thinking he's going to think of because of the flag. Yeah, I did. I did. All right. Well, look. Best, best of luck uh, with the book. Uh, Relight my fire. It's out now. Uh, C.K. McDonald. It's the fourth instalment. Can you read it by itself and start with it and go back? Yes. Or? This one you can you can read by yourself. Yeah. A lot of people have. So yeah. Right. Great, great stuff. All right, mate. All the best. See you soon. Thanks a million, boys.
music matters. Now, Steve, do you remember uh, when I was playing the lion in The Wizard of Oz yeah. back over the summer? Um, I had a weird photo, I think, or a video that I sent uh, where an ear had landed, so a hair had landed on my ear. Yes. Or, yeah. And like reattached well, to the follicle. Reattached itself. We don't yeah, know what's going on. That's what we think. Otherwise, overnight, a massive hair. Yeah, you would have seen it yesterday. I'd have seen it growing. When it was half that size. Weird. Anyway, Ben has emailed six months later. He's obviously right, he's had a think about it. <laughs> he's had a real think about it. He's obviously listened to it on the podcast, maybe, and it's just come up. So Ben yeah. says, and he's emailed me at jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. So we'll hear this reply in about well. six months' time. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, he says, hi, Jason. I have a theory in regard to your random long ear hair mystery. Okay. Just as a bit of pre-explanation, I've been a barber for a number of years and often with a job you get something called hair splinters. Hair splinters? This is a problem caused by cutting the hair with clippers where yeah. the end of the hair ha that has been cut becomes a needle-like sharp edge. This results in that end sometimes sticking into your hand or fingers, in between fingers, and having to just be pulled out out by tweezers in most so, cases. So hang on, so as a barber, an occupational yeah. hazard, you can't come back with like really hairy hands like a wolf man. <laughs> yeah. All different colours, curly hair, straight hair, <laughs> peroxide, ginger, Grey, all the hairs. All the hairs. Wow. My theory, says Ben, is that one of the hairs potentially came from your cowardly lion costume mane and may have become loose with it potentially being real hair, much like hair extensions, or potentially synthetic, with you being under the stage lights and your pores most probably being opened with the heat and uh, the costume, one of those could have become loose and stuck in your ear. That's my it's, theory to the mystery. Well, I mean, he's a barber, so I don't want a theory. If anyone knows about hair reattaching or hair generally, mm. I'd want him to have a, a proper answer rather than just pontificating well, about... I, is I mean, it... Was your... Well, first of all, he says... Your costume was made of real hair. I, I doubt it was, was it? I don't think it no. was, no. So, but even if it was, unlikely, let's just say that, you know, that, that's more likely. But if it's like a polyester, that's not going to reattach itself. Yeah, but he's saying because of the heat from the stage, my pores were open. Yeah, but so anything, could drop in. In, anything well, could drop in there. A pool cue, anything with not that, that logic. <laughs> yeah, but it's polyester. It's, not, it's made out of some sort of synthetic thing, isn't it? That's not going to... It's not going to reattach, is it? It'll drop in, and then it'll fall out again. It's well, not got a, any sort of root or a sharp. I'm going to side. I'm going to side with the barber. How's think, that I bit think... falling off your costume? Have you been shaving the lion at half time? No, but obviously bits come out as you're moving around. Yeah, but not sharp like... bits. He said a, a clipper has yeah. to be sharp enough to. It's got to be sharp enough. <laughs> clipper sharp, not just falling out. I mean, because yeah, by that odd. case, Dorothy could have a face full of it, couldn't she as well? <laughs> I guess so. Anybody who's in the vicinity. Yeah. Well, look, it's as good a theory as any, Steve. I don't want a theory off a barber. I want facts. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. It's the game that nobody is talking about. It is Hit Me With Your Best Facts here on the Jason Manford Show. All you've got to do is send us your best facts, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk, and you can win yourself an Absolute Radio mug is what it says now. I feel like we're yeah. being done here. Have we been, yeah. I feel we're being swizzed here. Gen but... Your generic mug. It'll just be, soon it'll just be like a turquoise mug or something. Yeah, uh, yeah or later on it'll be, um, if there's a mug in your house, just can you have just use that? Yeah, we'll send you a Sharpie pen and you can just write on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's our facts this week. Uh, Joe Fox says, Nobody knows how electric eels are born 
or reproduce. What? Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody. He says, I think I should know because I'm an electrician. But he says, nobody knows. Nobody knows how they're born. So nobody should know because you're an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's in your area of expertise. If you're a marine biologist or something, <laughs> you should know. But electrician, I've, you, know, I should, you know me, I should know. I'm an electrician, so I should know all about electric eels. <laughs> Why? What is so it no like? Knows, nobody. What, Nobody's, the... Are they that dull? Because somebody, like everything, like somebody's, Seen a mushroom and gone. I'm yeah. going to dedicate my life to just studying mushrooms. But no, everyone's just looked at electric eel and gone, ah, whatever. So no one's so bothered. What they bought? Uh, I guess two, you know, uh, two electric eels going at it. Is are they? Are they? Do they? Survive, I'm just trying to work out. Electrocute each other to death and then, like tasered. What into submission? So they don't know how. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand how that. Is it? Is that it so far? I'd say it's like so far down that no one knows. But then they've got. Well, so we've never it's, observed, it's eel, isn't it? They're not that far down eels, are they? Even the ones in captivity, though, you can't just put two in captivity and just wait. Just have a look at them. Oh, yeah. Throw me. That's confusing, isn't it? That is weird. Okay. Okay, I quite like that one. That's a good start because that makes me want to know more. Uh, Darren I don't knows know much about eels. Full stop, though. You. Well, no, not really. No, Certainly not. Like, wasn't there a, the electric one. Yeah. Wasn't there a flood last? Was it the last couple of years when there were some eels just like on the high street in Dudley or something? No, it was just Hastings. Yeah, there was a there was a there was an eel just going. There. But then we live by the coast, don't we? So oh yeah, Hastings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was near you. Fair enough. It? Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Darren Nob says, in just one day, Ethiopia planted three hundred and fifty million trees. In one day. In one day. 350 million trees. How many people were doing that then? I want to know more about that. How? Well, that's, that's a good fact, isn't it? 350 yeah. million. Paul Bullows says, have you ever wondered where WD-40 gets its name? Right, Water Displacement 40. Yeah, so they tried and failed 39 times to get their water displacing formula to work, but on the 40th attempt, they got it right in a big way. WD-40 mm. stands for Water Displacement 40th Formula. Okay, we know that. Not having that. It's all right. Not having it. It's all right. But yeah, we knew. We knew. I think that's pretty good. That you know, we like facts where you can use them in real life as well. It don't didn't we? tantalise us enough, though. We got we got most no, of the we got most of the facts, didn't we? Yes, I don't know. It's also, all right. I'm, it's all right. I'm being I'm harsh. It's only about. a mug. <laughs> also, I'm still thinking about electric eels. To be honest, so. I am as well. My mind's slightly distracted. Yeah, and a fellow just planted 350 million trees. <laughs> just one bloke, one Ethiopian chap. Yeah. just went for it. <laughs> We've got one here from Kieran O'Donnell. Who says, with Afcon taking place at the moment, here is my best fact. What's Afcon? Uh, it's the is it the African Nations? Uh, oh, cup of football, yeah. cup of nations. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think abbreviate before Afcon. African, yeah, Afcon, African cup, cup of, of nations. nations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is my best fact. In Nigeria, Dundee United's is used as an insult. For example, don't be such a Dundee United. Why? What's Dundee oh, United ever done that's so bad? Well, that's what that's what they're tantalising us, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. All right, they must, have done some, they must have played like a pre-season friendly. Yeah, like years ago. Yeah, and they did something underhand, and that's now, oh, you've been all done. It's like, you know, being sent to Coventry, isn't it, and stuff like that. It's like yeah. It comes <laughs> yeah. But that's not because of the football team, is it? That No, no, but, you know, it's it's something to do yeah. with the war, isn't it? Very odd, very odd. I quite like that, though. I bet there's a story in that. A good story. Dundee United is an insult in Nigeria. 
Shelley says, Jason, here's a fact I learned this week. England has more tornadoes per square mile than any other country. Get out. What? Get out. They're just really, really tiny. We don't notice them. Is it classed as a tornado? But we don't really. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because, you know, like when you see like documentaries about people, they go, this is what they call this tornado alley. You know, there's loads of tornadoes. We have four every month. And I don't remember ever seeing a tornado. There's a bit of wind and they give it a, a name, don't they? But Yeah. But uh, we're only a little country as well, aren't we, I suppose? So per square mile, like if we have, what are we like? This, can't they fit three of us in Texas or something? I don't know. Something yeah, mad like Oh, that. maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't That's know. It, yeah. Uh, Karen Hale says, since 2004, Hollywood has outlawed the use of silly string on the streets of Hollywood for the 24 hours of Halloween. There's even a $1,000 fine for using or selling the product around Halloween. Really? People just go mad on Halloween and just start spraying it everywhere. Yeah, you don't really see it over here, do you? It's not a thing that we No, it's sort of disappeared, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's... Yeah, not a thing. Well, it's just a clean-up operation. They went, nah, stop that. I can understand that. To be honest, New Year's Eve at ours, we had one of them confetti cannons. Yeah. Um, and uh, 10, 9, 8, give it all that. Confetti cannons. You know, in the moment, hey, happy new year. It's lovely. Um, yeah. Next and day. Then, oh, mate, not, not just year. the next day. We're February and I'm still yeah. finding bits. Yeah, you will. That's it now. Bits of this. It's, so I can only imagine what it must be like when you're cleaning the streets. And it's in Hollywood. Bit, isn't it? Yeah. 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 No, I couldn't understand. Over, I'm, I'm all right over Mel Gibson's star. <laughs> exactly. I'd put that. Um, I'd put that fine up, to be honest. But I'd ban it all year round, not just for one. Yeah, all year round. Yeah, it's just a yeah. stupid, stupid thing. Yeah, I get that. Uh, Chris joins in, uh, trying to win the mug this morning. He says, if Loch Ness was to freeze over, two hundred sixty-eight million people could stand on it. Wow, that's how big it is. I didn't realise it was that big, did you? Massive. Two hundred sixty-eight million. That's crazy. That's that's mental. That's, but then that's million two hundred sixty-eight. Not even like three million. I'd go shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What? How many people are in the UK? Like sixty million, something seventy yeah, million. Seventy is not that, isn't it? Sixty-five, that's seventy. Mad madness. I love it. It's a good one. Freeze it. Let's have a party in Loch Ness. <laughs> Find good. him. Yeah, finally. Uh, Michael Price uh, says, in the film Jurassic Park, there's a scene where one of the characters is watching another Steven Spielberg film on his computer. Oh. Doesn't say which one it is, though. No, that's like, I love their little Easter eggs that keep, did you see that one about Back to the Future that I'd never noticed before? No. So, you know, at the beginning of the film, when he goes to the mall, do you remember what the mall's called? It's called Uh, Twin Pines Mall. Right. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. And then when he goes back in time, the first time, at the car park, where he's been chased by the Libyans, he yeah. crashes into a pine tree in the old farmer's... Um, that's what he is, a pine farm. He crashes into his pine, pine tree, smashes one over, yeah. crashes in the shed, they think he's an alien, all that. When he comes yeah. back at the end to rescue Doc, the, the, the mall is called Single Pine Mall. They've changed it because he crashed into it. No I've way. never noticed that before. It came up a thing the other day, I was like... What? That's good. Have a look. It's mad. Lone Pine Mall. Lone Pine Mall, I think it's called. Lone Pine Mall at the end. It's that Twin Pines Mall. That is brilliant. Did, no one notices little, it. No one notices it. And a, apparently, in the Polar Express, there's a flux capacitor in one shot. <laughs> really? Is that in, in, in the it? engine, yeah. That explains a thing or two, yeah. So, I like that. We're doing well so. here. Dude, yeah, brilliant. That's, I like when facts become other facts. Yeah. Good work. You might win the mug this week, Steve. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not worth the tea that you're I've making. I've got one it. of the real ones. <laughs> And an egg cup. Neil says, Me and my son Jake love listening to your show and the best facts on Sunday. Jake 12 has a fact for you. Has no bearing. No bearing. We treat kids the same as adults on this game, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. We're don't just if you, Don't matter if you're six. Yeah. <laughs> don't matter if you're six. Okay. Yeah. Well, so 12, definitely not. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll hear you out. Did you know each oven in the Great British Bake Off is tested before each show? by baking a Victoria sponge in the oven to ensure it works perfect before mm. every show. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because you'd, you'd want to know that they were an even temperature. Like, Because if somebody's mm. one, the thermometer was set wrong or something, that makes sense. Quite a nice idea that when you go on Bake Off, uh, there's just a load of Victoria just Yeah, sat there. We've tested the ovens. And they just sat there, free cakes. I don't remember that when I did it. I would have loved a bit of... Although I was in the zone, to be fair, I was in the bake. But you were probably zone. after the series, so they'd already tested the ovens, hadn't they? Then I must, ah, maybe, must have to yeah. recalibrate them and test them before every. No, each show, he says. Each show, yeah. So I mean, Jake, I must have to calibrate Jake them. Says you know, each just show, checking. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Um, that clip popped up the other day on something. You know, when um, when the like right at the very beginning, it's like right when Mel and Sue were still presenting it, where um, some woman just took some guy's thing out of the freezer. Oh yeah. Oh, it came up on TikTok the other day. It's proper horrible. And he well, just throws his whole thing in the bin. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah People are vicious, cross. aren't they? You well, can't mess with old women when it comes to Bake Off. They will have you. Oh, yeah, I'll take you down. Right, and rightly so. <laughs> they don't care. Uh, pretty good, that one, Jake. Thank you. Uh, Wes says, right, this blew my mind. <clears throat> okay, okay, all right. Let me, I'm sitting comfortably. New Ipswich Town signing. This is actually really good. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> New Ipswich Town signing Axel Tuanzebe. Yeah, I think I think I've said that right. Yeah. Um, is a Guinness World Record holder at hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> He's the fastest time in the world at clearing a complete board of balls. Was this instrumental in being signed, or is that by the by? <laughs> what? So he's got a Guinness. He's got a world he's record. He's actually in the Guinness Book of Records. Oh, that's that's good, good, isn't it? it? That is pretty good. I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. I don't know. I think it's something to do with Premier Manager and you know Football Manager, isn't it? <laughs> it's so. I random. feel like I, I feel like I managed Ipswich a few years, and you know it was when David Johnson was there. I think I think I was a manager of that club on on, on the Amiga. Um, oh, you're right. <laughs> okay. No, I just pulled me <laughs> microphone lead out. Thinking back to so shocked. Hear. Well, it could have been worse. Could have been the, the, the mic. It bit. could have been. Could have been. Um, well, that, that's that's really good. Really good. Uh, well, I'm going to have a think. I'm going to have a think about this and uh, have a little think about this, and then uh, and come up with a winner shortly. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Okay, we need to pick a winner, Steve. I'm going to rattle through them. We have yeah. got the okay. information about electric eels uh, from Joe Fox. Oh, yeah. that we don't know how they're yeah. born. Darren Nose told yeah. us that one day in Ethiopia, they planted 350 million trees. Paul Bullows told us about well. WD-40. Uh, the African nations, uh, Cup of Nations, uh, the best fact there is that in Nigeria, Dundee United is used as an insult. Oh. Stop being such a Dundee United. 
Oh, they're all good, aren't they? These. I want to know more about that one. Shelley says uh, England has more tornadoes uh, than any other country. Karen Hale told us about Silly String in Hollywood being banned. Uh, if the Loch Ness froze over, 268 million people could stand on it. Uh, in Jurassic Park, there's uh, a little Easter egg of a Steven Spielberg film being watched. Jake, uh, young Jake, told us about uh, the British Bake Off. Victoria's sandwich is cooked in every oven before every show. And Alex Twanzabi. We think his name is. Um, uh, he's a Guinness World Record holder at Hungry Hippos. Hungry he's just Hungry signed Hippos. for Ipswich Town. So, some good ones there, mate. It's tricky, isn't it? Mm. I feel like, this, you know, we, we know those facts. Some of the ones that we know, like, like so we know he's the Hungry Hippos champion. Yeah. So we, you know, and we know about the WD-40. We know. But the electric eel thing is a very high-brow thing. I'd like to, I, I'm confused as to nobody knows about that. The, the trees in Ethiopia is good, but I, it's, for me, I, I want to know why that Dundee United in Nigeria. I want to know why that's an insult. Yeah, I think you're right there. I do like. I also feel like the electric eel one might send us down a route where somebody just goes, "Yeah, no, of course we do." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, but so, we didn't uh, know until 1996, basically, and you're like, yeah. I'm just trying to find out why they. I'm trying to find out why it's used to to mean idiot in Nigeria. Um, a country of 200 million people and have apparently been using Dundee United as a byword for fool for all these years. It yeah. says here in the in the Guardian, um, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it is true. A Nigerian Scot based in Glasgow, uh, Yoande, says, uh, when I was little living in Nigeria, it was quite common. People would say, you're just a Dundee United or don't be such a Dundee United. And it basically meant idiot or loser. But why did this happen? Yeah. Uh, Dundee United, unfortunately, did not respond to requests for comment on the question. The club's silence represented an early blow to an investigation that already yeah. appeared uh, complicated, uh, as it was pointless. I like this honest... Uh, yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. The, who's the journalist here? I like this guy. Uh, Liam Kirkaldi at Nutmeg Magazine. Um, I mean, there's several theories, Steve, uh, yeah. on why it's there, but it looks like there's no definitive reason. It's just become become a thing. Um Somebody's got a theory. Yeah, someone's got a theory that it, it, it goes back to 1989 FIFA Under-16 World Championships. Right. <laughs> the one Dundee were there? Um, no, it was like something in an online online chat room, it says. But in 1989, can't have been many online chat rooms in 1989. No, not, not in 89, no. <laughs> no. Um, oh, no, it's popular on the online chat rooms about... The 1989 FIFA World Cup. Right, got oh, it. Okay. Right. Um, the tournament was actually a very successful one for the Scotland under-16s team, which made it to the final before losing to Saudi Arabia on penalties. Records show Nigeria were also present with the team knocked out by the Saudis in the quarters. Significantly, the match was played at Dens Park. In fact, the ground was home right. to four, Nigeria, four of Nigeria's games and the team also trained there. Could that be the answer? Oh, Is it okay. possible that a contingent of mischievous Dundee fans could have played a part in the original phrase? Mm -hmm. Could they have taken it upon themselves to inform a group of 15-year-old Nigerian youths that Dundee United was local slang for an idiot? <clears throat> so it's guesswork. It's a million really. miles away from your, like your dunderhead, is it? It's not, you know. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <sighs> I don't know. I'd love to know. If anyone knows, if, if, do, we, do we go out into Nigeria? Do we... I don't know. I mean, if anyone could just... Didn't make or, up a theory, you know. Do what we mean? go to Dundee? Do we do people in Dundee? Here? Let's get let's get Dundee because they must somebody in Dundee must know. Someone must know. Don't, your silence is deafening, Dundee United. <laughs> Don't be such a Dundee United and let us know. Come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, you can email us Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. 
Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for listening this morning here on Absolute Radio. You can uh, get in touch anytime. Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Next week we'll be chatting things, uh, uh, all things... Love. Valentine's, yeah, love, the language of love. So uh, we love, uh, uh, one of our favourite topics is um, reasons you didn't go on a second date. Yeah. So you just had such a terrible moment and uh, with in, in a date you thought, why am I going to go on a second date with this guy or girl? So email us your reasons you didn't go on a second date. Uh, Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, we got more Madame Blanc this week, Steve? We have, I think it's the last one this week. Yeah, I think it's last the last one. one this week, yeah. Amazing. Uh, okay, we're watching that. That's on Channel 5 and uh, the 5 player. My 5, is it? My 5. My, My five. 5, your 5. And you can still catch the National Lottery's Big Night in Musicals, which is on the BBC iPlayer as well, which I hosted last week. Have a lovely Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you next week.